0: In this episode, we explore the fundamentals behind why social media is extremely powerful to our habitual minds and how it can reprogram our thinking patterns without us knowing. This episode is about the psychological effects of social media. Mind fragments. So I've deleted Facebook, I've deleted Instagram, um, but this isn't about me. It's about everyone else and how... We can move past, move past all this as a society, and move forwards uh, into a place that's much more positive and that focuses on the positives around us rather than continuously being outweighed by the negatives. So I look around, and you know, I mean, we're all, in a way, our own experiment of our life. Like we, we. Base our memories, our memories are based off um, how we percept, how we've seen life and perceived life um, f- from the time we've been born. So, what I've noticed is my mindset today, or your mindset today, anyone's mindset right now in this present moment is based off habits of the past. It's based off how we perceived the world around us and how we reacted in that world at that time and now it's carried on to today. We are a by-product of manifestations of moments after moments after moments after moments and we can look around us and see the negatives if that's how we've trained our brain to be or we can look around us and see the positives. What I'd like to focus on talking about because it's starting to, it's making me lose track of my mental health in a way it's, it's declining um, rapidly, the more I looked at Facebook, like it's ridiculous how much Facebook plays with psychology um, and I mean it's got us, Mark has got us by the balls, seriously the, the way that we um, see life around us, we think that Facebook, you know, oh you know it doesn't really change that much about us it really does It really does because it shows us anything we've reacted to in the past and it continues to show us that. And that's what advertising does these days too. Um, Social media marketing is directed at people um, and their habits. I've been in the sector of advertising to people um, to have them be more influenced and make them think that they are making that decision to buy something. When really I've done that or the person behind me has done that, or the person who's directed me to do it, you know, we're, we've all currently with Facebook, we're a part of someone else's pursuit to fill their pockets with money. And even when it comes to news, when it comes to what's happening in USA, what's happening around the world, um, what we react to doesn't mean it, it does not matter if we react to something once, but it's going to happen again. We're going to see it again in our Facebook feed. Or on Google or Instagram or anything—it's all directed um, from the same funnel, right? So if I wanted, if I wanted you to buy a bracelet or this nifty little—pardon <coughs> me—this nifty little, I don't know, glass <laughs> takeaway cup thing, byu situation um, for your morning coffee. If I wanted you to buy my one, if I created one. I would target people with, with impulsive um, decisions, people who will react quickly, say, oh, look, I like that. I don't know why. It just hits me. You know, I'm just going to buy it. It seems like it's going to work for me. Or I've always been one one of these. <laughs> That's the one that gets me the most. Like, oh, you know, I've always wanted one of these. Or I've always wanted this, but I've never been able to get it. What do you mean you've always wanted it? There is no point in time where you've always wanted something. Like, from the second you were born, you're not born into this world wanting a BYO takeaway cup designed the way that I've advertised it to you or someone else has advertised it to you continuously over time without you really even noticing. You just scroll past it. And as as soon as you scroll past an advertisement, you may think, oh, look, you may not even think anything. You may just scroll past it. But the fact of it is... Is as soon as your eyes see that, even if it's for uh, you know such a short time that you don't even process it in your brain, your subconscious has taken an image of it. It's done. It's in your brain. It's there, and it's gonna stay there, and it will stay there until you buy the product. And then when you buy the product, that goes into this psychology mass that okay, this person buys products after this amount of time, you know, or they react to this more in-depth after this amount of time. This isn't a conversation about uh, a a takeaway cup. It's much deeper than this. It's a conversation about what we are actually um, being shown every day and how it's, over time, um, creating new habits in our brain to make us more influential or uh, more of a subject to other people around us that that want our money or want our attention uh it could be simple like political advertisements that you wouldn't even think are advertisements or marketing like you look at a meme and it's a meme against donald trump or a meme meme against um joe biden it's i don't know that's how how do you pronounce his name i think it's that but anyways whatever it is you really don't know the source of that um you know, your mate shared it, so you're like, oh yeah, if he thinks that, then oh, that's pretty funny, it's just a meme. But then it's in your brain. You're suddenly, you're you're adding more um, attention to that area of subject. Do you notice how quickly uh, people these days become obsessed about uh, certain circumstances happening in the world? And it's like, it's, it's odd because marketers or people just people in general catch on to the trend and they go oh this is an area that majority of the mass population is looking at right now so we can exploit that we can take those people and divide that into this and then like put these people here these people there and that's literally how social media marketing works um but it doesn't have to be just about buying something i want everyone to understand that that social media marketing isn't about purchasing of products it's about Um, being pushed in a certain way down a certain funnel so it it betters someone else Um, not for the good or bad whatever it may be that's just what social marketing is Um, and without even asking for it we see it all the time we cannot escape it so I made the decision to delete Instagram and delete Facebook, and it's so weird because I want to be part of a community um, that's that's online and more present uh, with what's going on. But then again, I realize that it's not about what's going on now; it's about what <laughs> what Instagram um, wants us to see. Right? The the analytics of it all um, is changed completely um, how we see stuff on Facebook, like, remember the days we used to be able to go on Instagram, and we just see the most recent post, like, it was up to us, now it's, I follow people that I really enjoy their content, like, I really do enjoy their content, I follow them, I like their stuff, and I I go on their story, and I watch their story, and they still don't pop up in my feed whenever they post, which is just frustrating, like, with my, with my dad, um, with my stepmom, with one of my friends from Wollongong. Who's really good photographer. He's like, like their stuff doesn't pop up on my newsfeed. And I'm like well why? This is what I want to look at. But I'm getting shown stuff about Gaia.com. Or like all these other things that I noticed. I've reacted to in the past. And now it's just flooding me. It's like oh this is who you are now. And you can't reset that. You can reset to a point. But it's on different platforms. Um, it's it's. Basically, shaping you into the character that they want you to be, or they may not even have an end target of what their um, social media marketing wants you to go towards, but at the end of the day, they're still um, creating you um, in a way that's forcing you to have new habits and have new reactions. Like, I looked at Gaia.com once, I did like a seven day free trial. If you don't know what it is, it's like um, it's like a streaming platform for yoga and, like, um, a lot of conspiracy theories, I would say. Um, a bit more mindfulness as well. Um, but, yeah, guy.com is just like a stream. It's like a Netflix for um, mindfulness and down that avenue. Um, now, I, I went on a seven-day free trial, and that was, like, a year ago. And I kid you not, every single day I get advertisement from him. And I'm like, fuck, I've made the decision in my head... I don't want your shit. Like, I don't want to look at it now. And now that you've flooded me more, I don't... I really just don't want to look at it. Because I'm, I'm aware of what advertising and marketing is. So every scroll that we do, um, it really does change us. Like, if you think for like that, every scroll, just one movement, changes how your brain works. The habits that your brain has. It's not... Uh, it's not your decision anymore when you're on Facebook and Instagram all the time or Twitter as well. Twitter's a huge one and you're just scrolling through it. It's, you're, you're opening yourself up to be reprogrammed by someone and something much larger than you that has different intentions than for you to live a happy, healthy and, um, you know, enjoyable life. It's, it's not about that. They're after exposure, um, audience, um, money, um, and, and many other things. And, it's a shame that it's become such a huge part of our life that it's like, if you're not on Facebook or you're not on Instagram or Twitter, or just at least one of them, then suddenly you're just like, you don't feel like you're a part of society and it's fucking bullshit. Like, it really is. The only reason I would go back on Instagram or Facebook is to see what's going on in the world, but then it's like, I don't have control over seeing what's going on in the world. I get fed shit. It doesn't matter if I like the taste of this shit, I still get fed it and I still have to look at it and scroll through it. And I think it's time for a huge, a huge shift in a way of how we um, expose ourselves online. Even for, you know, um, my grandma who would only be on Facebook to be with family and friends, she gets fed spam more than anyone. <laughs> like, <laughs> or my nana, or my cousin, it, it doesn't matter, like, it doesn't matter who you are, um, what you're on these platforms for, you are still a target um, that is being reprogrammed by bigger corporations, or, or just people in the you know, trying to sell little products, or, or made a candy crush game, or made any game on the app store, it's like, you're still a subject of their psychological test, and they don't know how badly they're changing people, because they're a part of it themselves most of the time. Um, But I mean, Facebook is very aware, and obviously Instagram is um, a part of Facebook too. They're very aware of what they're doing psychologically um, to everyone. So I think it's important that we really um, take a step back and... Think together collectively uh, about how we're going to deal with this because it looks as though our society is, um, our society's future is being reprogrammed for, <laughs> um, for someone else's control, uh, for many other people's control. because um, if you look at the big picture of what is the reason. Or what is What are these people's goals or these companies goals or anyone that's marketing to you? It's because they want you to be on board with what they're doing Whether it's purchasing something or they invented something or it's, it doesn't matter. They want you to be on board with it. So We need to have a, a little more of a shift um, in How we approach being a part of society? Um, I think we'd really benefit from looking back 10, 20 years and seeing how we worked as a community rather than um, having our heads in our phones and just being susceptible, I don't know if I said that right, (laughs) um, to society, uh, sorry, being susceptible to um, new habits being created that we aren't even aware of or that that we're not even in control of. Um, And it's not really the fact of, what we're in control of it's what we're allowing to see um but you know you can choose in everyday life to kind of look left or look right um to react this way about someone falling over (laughs) you can either laugh or feel sorry for them or whatever it is but when we're on Facebook and we're scrolling through, or Instagram, or Twitter, and we we have these things pop up, whether it's a meme, um, an advertisement, um, or, or a large kind of political um, marketing movement that you're not even really aware of, um, like at the moment with the protests in USA, it's like I looked at it once and I, I'm fucking destroyed about what happened and what's going on, but it still gets fed to me, like on everything, and I'm like, okay, I don't want to, like I don't want to see it anymore. I understand what's going on, and I, I want to try and do my best um, in my life to to help society move away from that situation. But because I looked at it once, because I shared it twice, <laughs> now I have to look at it three billion times, basically. And now I'm part of this category of people who react to this type of, type of thing psychologically. Um, so I think we need to... Before it's too late, before we... Um, start to go down uh, more of the rabbit hole of being um, recreated, reprogrammed from my habits just by advertising on Facebook. And I think, I just think we need to, uh, we need to sort something out. But I mean, the, the first place to start is yourself, is to think about, does it help me that I'm on Facebook or on Instagram Um, Does it actually do anything for me? And if you just want to be a part of connecting to family and friends, just text them or just call them, right? Or go see them. (laughs) That's a big one. Go see them. Um, Text them or call them. It's like, why do we have to see and be a part of uh, this huge kind of concoction of we don't fucking know what happens at the end thing? Like social media is still extremely new and it's a huge part of our life. Um, but it's so big. It's so big that we actually don't make the decisions anymore, and it changes how you feel over time. In a matter of a week, you feel so different, and you think very differently to how you did last week, or you feel and think exactly the same, but on a much more heightened and strengthened level where you're just being funneled and shoved and fucking vacuumed into this vortex of... You know, categorizing people by their psychology and their reactions and their impulsiveness and their habits and decisions. And it's just interesting. I think we need to step back, um, really evaluate if we need this, if we need to be part of Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or, you know, these systems and platforms that are truly, truly, truly deciding how we see our future. And they're really creating. Um, the future of For all of us, um, without our permission And it's a bit fucking stupid Um, but I mean the first place for me to start Is to delete it, which I've done Second place Is to just do this Get something out there, get a podcast out there Get a video out there, whatever it is Um, in hopes that You know, maybe it does hit someone In the same way, and resonates with them Makes them think Fuck, like, I am reacting differently than I did before and it's, I don't know why, and then you think about it a little bit deeper, and it's like, oh, we're actually scrolling through this uh, psychological test every single day, and we know this already, like, we've seen um, the whole idea with it, the whole, sorry, situation, not idea, whole situation with Cambridge Analytica, um, and Facebook, and the exposure that they are um, targeting people psychologically, and the effects they have on people um, psychologically is incredible, it's so powerful. Um, and I think it's it's pushing us apart. It makes us feel more connected. Um, in the picture of I'm not a part of this. But it does not make us feel more um, interpersonal. And more relatable. And a part of a community. Um, so like 2020 has been a good year. <laughs> good year in the sense that we understand shit can change real quickly. Um, but on the basis of emotions, it's been a bad year, Um, we've had, you know, across the whole world, Um, I think Australia started off, with the bushfires here, and then coronavirus, and all these jobs are gone, and, it's like, we're building our way back up again, and then, this is happening in USA, and it's now happening in Australia, um, for indigenous people, and I'm on board with all of it, I think it's, I think it's fucking amazing, like it's, we've waited too long, we've pushed this away for too long, because, The fact is we have too many distractions every day that take us away from the things that truly matter. Like, if we look at the essentials of life um, and we break it down and you sit here and you think, hold on, what do I need every day to live happily? Like, actually happily. And then we can add things on. We can add, you know, a nice-looking wristwatch (laughs) that makes us, I don't know, have a bit more character be able to project physically how we feel inside. Um that's what, you know, fashion does t- for us. But when we break it down further and we look at hey, what do we really need to survive and be happy? Well, food for starters. Um food that reacts well with your biochemistry, um, and your your physical body. Um food that helps you um I said that already biochemistry so helps you feel um, better emotions so that's number one food right then we need water which obviously is very straightforward and then clothes I mean a place to live place to call home um, and people to surround us uh, surround ourselves with and basically they're the essentials right that's where it starts and then we can add add things on that help us as a society, move forward and be more connected and more developed um, and efficient and effective. Now these, when it comes to the additions, that's where we're fucked up. That's where we've added things that are distracting and are not an addition. They're a, a subtraction from moving forward. Like the biggest one you see, right? Is is uh, Is money. Is money money will always in I mean not always I don't believe that but for now, it's uh it's it changes how people think how they work and how they react and how they live, um, you know people go to sleep with money on their mind, people wake up with money on their mind or lack of money on their mind or lack of money, um in their life, and this is a huge distraction. Now I'm not saying let's you know, switch to this kind of society where we don't have money. Obviously, there needs to be some sort of currency, at least for now. Um, But the big picture is it's more of a distraction rather than an addition uh, for the majority of the the society. So, you know, for, for a few minorities, we kind of understand that, you know, money is... Uh, basically an illusion right it's uh it's doesn't exist in a physical plane if that makes sense it's a complete byproduct of our um, imagination over time and how we've you know um, kind of dealt with society and and move together and forwards as society money is helps us put value um behind something that maybe someone else doesn't have value for like if i wanted if we didn't have money, if we go back, I'm really bad at history, <laughs> and if we go back to a certain time where there was no um, money, I don't know where it started, maybe in Babylon, um, but the whole idea of exchanging and trading was, you know, I need um, I need clothes, um, I live on a lake or something so I can get some fish, I can trade you fish for clothes because you have excess of that or you make that. Um, and that was it. It was like you trade, you you, you give, and you receive, kind of thing. Um, and then someone realized, okay, like we don't really, you know, what if I don't want to fucking trade my fish, or I don't know, what if I don't want that, but it would be much more efficient if um, I could have that, but I don't want to trade this. So then we developed money, and then we got to this point. But now it's like it's ridiculous because we think that money is is a huge part of life, but when you, remember what money is, it's just, a, a, value behind, trading something, but we don't trade anymore, we don't do that, we, we just buy, we take, we take, we take, there's no trading going on, I don't give something for, something in return anymore, I just fucking, here's five dollars, here's this fucking, I don't know, like what is it, here's this bit of paper, here's this little number, in, in my, uh, bank account, that's now, um, you know, going towards coffee instead. It's weird. It's really fucking weird because we don't have consequences of our spending because the value of money is so um, different for every single being, right? But when we had to trade object for object, or this for that, you know, had to trade my service for your service, um, we had a different society because you actually had to think about what you were exchanging to get something in return but now it's like oh, I just exchange money it's it's universal it's efficient it it works for many things um, but it's it's created it's created a huge gap between uh, wealthy people and, and poor people and the middle class It's the gaps getting bigger and bigger because what happens is when people make more money they spend more money their living expenses go up like oh you know maybe uh, my, my hourly pay went up so maybe I can add this um, maybe Netflix now right oh it's only 13 14 dollars a month I don't know what it is but 13 or 14 dollars a month I can afford it I got a raise um, so I'll get that and then you make a little bit more money oh like kind of want a new car you know oh, I don't have the money for it now but I can just get a loan on the car I'll just pull out a loan and I'll be able to drive the car, drive the car today or this weekend, right? And then it's like, now I owe money, even more money than I'm supposed to owe, or exchange for this object. And now your psychology is flipped backwards. You're now in this uh, mindset that you owe money for something, rather than just trading it or paying for something. You now have to owe oh, it which it's it makes us go backwards. Um, I mean, obviously, loans in a lot of ways can help people, but I think for overall um, society, they they used and I've done it too. Um, I've done it with credit cards as well. They're used to um, to really get us further away from our destination. Like, oh yeah, now I've got a car, but did I really need this car? Like, did I really need this bike? So maybe I could have just got something else, maybe I've got something that I could afford, right, <laughs> that's, the, um, that's the psychology that we're now in, um, and then when we throw social media on top of money, we see fame, we see fortune, we see these people living these lives, and we're like, how come I can't live that, and then we're going backwards again, it's the how come, or I owe, or the world owes me this because I've done this, I've been a good person, Then it's a fuck fest, guys, like, we really are in a confused state. And if you can't see that, look around you. Like, look at the the general population and how we are reacting. It's, it's just fucking fear. It's fear everywhere we look. It's fear and power. That's it. And you know, in the middles, in the gaps, there's there's a bit of hope. There's a bit of love. There's a bit of uh, movement towards a more free, freeing and conscious society. But. You know the the kind of revolution towards being a more conscious society. Not in the fact of you know everyone has to om and meditate. Not in that fact and do yoga. It's not it's not just about mindfulness in that sense. But it's about general knowledge of what's around us and the bullshit we're being fed. Seriously, like social media platforms, they're the, they're the um, the fellas selling snake oil on the on the side of the roads. They are influencing us hugely and they make us think that we are making a decision that's the scariest part because you know i've been i've been in sales i'm still in sales i sell solar panels um you know it's not the dream forever but it's something for now um it's a stepping stone it teaches me a lot about psychology like a lot to the point where now you know i can have a good point of view and have a bit of experiential knowledge on uh, what's going on in social media because I know a lot about selling these days. Um, and selling these days is very different to uh, selling to baby boomers. So with baby boomers, um, it, was, it was much easier to convince. Um, it's no offense to anyone who is a baby boomer either. It, it's just the generalization of the generation was um, much easier to influence. Nowadays, it's different. We're a little bit different, especially millennials. We're very different. We, we like to be our own people, right? You know, we really do. We like to create our own life. And this is what I want. I will work towards this. This is millennials. Um, baby boomers, you know, they just wanted to work hard, survive, um, be with family. Um, and they, they created an amazing opportunity for us. An incredible opportunity. Um, but millennials, we're, we're threw a spender in the works for sales, right? We are different. We make our decisions and that's what we believe we think oh I do this I'm buying this because I want to this is what how millennials think Or well, I'm you know being a part of this group um, because I want to but then if we had like a track record like not not even fucking kidding if we had like a piece of paper that showed us where we've reacted in the past to um, make us make a decision on a purchase or a product so let's say to break it down, um, oh, I've got this computer, right? I have this PC. It's a it's a, it's a quite quite a good gaming PC. Um, and when I made the purchase, it's funny because I made the purchase for my twenty first um, birthday present um, for myself, and I was like, "Oh, I deserve this, you know? I've uh, worked pretty hard. I'm, I'm a pretty nice guy. Um, I deserve a gaming PC." And I bought it and I don't regret it, by the way, I love it, <laughs> but I don't need it, it's not a necessity, um, but also, when I bought it, the thing that I'm trying to get at is, I bought it because I thought I bought it, I thought I made the decision to buy it, but I didn't, because I remember I saw (laughs) saw ads for gaming PC Um, I was watching gamers on YouTube because I saw an ad for a gamer on YouTube and that's just where it started it can go further back but if we had a piece of paper um, that showed the history of when I actually (laughs) made the decision to buy the computer it was not on the day that I bought the computer it was not even a week earlier it was like months earlier right it was way before I even knew I bought the computer or wanted a computer It's already been marketed to me. I've already watched YouTube videos about it. I've already watched um, or heard a podcast um, about it. Or I've seen an advertisement while scrolling, but I didn't realize. But now, (laughs) after buying the product, learning a lot more about marketing and, and selling and how it's influencing society on a mass, mass level, like on a fucking huge level. Like, we're just thrown in this pit, right? This is how we start off when we get on social media. We're thrown in this big fucking pit, and it's got just tunnels everywhere. Let's just say it's a, this pit has got um water. It's all got water moving in different directions into different tunnels. Basically, when we first get social media, uh, we've, we've jumped in the water. And based on, uh, you know, what decisions we make, we can either go down this tunnel or this tunnel or this tunnel. Or this tunnel. But it's how instead it's how we react and then we shove down this tunnel of water and then a next reaction will Take us down this tunnel and then this tunnel and then this tunnel and those tunnel's never, never fucking end All it is is we're just going in loops of basically um, loops of, uh, of repetition based on habits in the past that was created Not by us, but by our reactions to what we've seen and what we've been shown and pushed um, to see and to react to. Um, like, if you was gone through Facebook and if I was scrolling through Facebook and I saw an ad for a high heel, I would not fucking look at it, right? Like, I would duck, like, why the fuck do I want high heels? i just scroll through, right? But if I looked at it, if I clicked on that ad, I'll go on Facebook the next day or even YouTube or Google or um, Instagram and I will see a high heel. And then I'll start to see clothes that are are similar to high heels or slimmer in the category of that and then i'll see accessories and it just keeps going right like with my girlfriend um on facebook she'll scroll through and like every like i swear to god every like third ad is wish.com for her (laughs) i i've never seen wish.com on my facebook and it just shows you how um how it is, because, like, with Wish.com, like, she doesn't buy anything off it, she just thinks it's fucking hilarious, like, the the ads, they are hilarious, if you haven't seen a Wish.com ad, um, but we don't go look at it, because it goes against (laughs) what I'm saying, but if you haven't seen a Wish.com ad, they're pretty funny, they're just random, like, their marketing is to make you think, what the fuck, and then you click on it, you're like, what the fuck, what even, what is that, you know, and that's what Wish.com does, and you click on it, and then you actually go on it, and then... Some people don't purchase anything, but the whole point of it is people actually do purchase stuff on Wish.com, but they didn't make that decision, right? I mean, they think they made the decision, but they didn't actually make that decision. Wish.com popped up, they reacted because it looked funny, and suddenly here they are, buying something on Wish.com and waiting seven months to get a fucking pair of earphones. Like, that's Wish.com. And the fact is that we don't make these decisions. Decisions. I can't even talk now, but we don't make these decisions, Um, so this is a a podcast episode about social media, and it came up because I was like, fuck, I clicked the other day that um, actually last night, I was feeling a bit like chaotic Um, emotionally, I was just like, oh, I'm really sad now for no reason, why am I sad, and then I take myself back a little bit, take myself back to When I first remembered being um, sad in this kind of way, like what I'm thinking when I'm sad, and I was thinking more about like how fragmented I feel. I was like, why do I feel so fragmented? Like so separated um, and isolated in a a, a way. Um, And then I go back a few days and I start to see... In my memories, okay, there were I was watching the protest, and oh wait, that's where it started. I was on the train on the way to work at, at seven thirty in the morning or something, barely awake, which is the perfect prime time to jump in the subconscious, but barely awake, and I see the protest, and I'm like, oh fuck, this is terrible. Like that's what happens in my brain. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, fuck, this is terrible. What the fuck's wrong with society? Oh my god, um, you know how where did this come from and then I looked back and saw the result or you know the reason for the protest and I was like holy fucking shit that's even worse this is fucked up and then I moved forward to a few days later and it's a Sunday and I'm laying in bed watching um, an animal documentary with my girlfriend and then I'm like fuck why am I sad this animal documentary is beautiful why do I feel sad and I was like I looked at it I was like hey I need to take a second put in earphones Went on on inside time I listen to a meditation and I was like Oh my god, clarity. Oh my god, I realise that I'm reacting this way because of a fucking post I saw on Facebook about, um, about the protest. And that's where it starts. It starts by us not knowing that we're reacting to it. But it, if we look at it for like a second or two, it registers that. It registers how long we have interest in that. And it's true, you don't even have to click on the photo, you just have to stop scrolling, right? You see something you're interested in, you stop scrolling boom, timer starts. Oh, this person was interested in this ad for this long, but they scrolled past, they didn't click on it, or they didn't click on this post. And then they start to tweak and they go, hmm, how do we make this type of person um, stay here longer and look at this post longer and be more intrigued and perhaps in the future actually click on it? And that's where it starts. Now, if you take a moment to think about how you feel overall or just check in throughout a day. Just do one day where you just just checking and write down in your diary or in a diary or on your phone in your notes app, whatever. Um, but take a day to just log how you feel and when you feel something that's, you know, a deep emotion, whether it's happiness, sadness, anger, um, anything, when you feel a deep emotion, take a log of it and try to track where it came from you know where did i feel this kind of emotion this strong in the past before and then just if you need to listen to something that that gets your brain waves at a, at a different point um something that opens up more clarity and shuts the outside off and then you can kind of think fuck where did i start feeling this anger from and then you start to pinpoint that it is indeed 99.9% of the time on facebook and instagram and you may think, oh yeah, but I can still, you know, react to the world around me physically. Um, and that's true. A lot of us react poorly um, to the world around us. But it would be easier to solve those habits than the habits that we create when we don't even know it. Especially when we're scrolling. They're the worst kind of habits. Because they're not even based off us, like, of what we do physically. It's just a fucking scroll. And then mentally, it's just like, we've just switched our whole consciousness to face this direction or go this way. And it's a fuck fest. So I really, highly suggest um, taking a social media strike, um, especially during these times. Um, and instead of just sharing, like, I think it's beautiful, and I was a part of it too, um black my black black lives matter sorry i don't know why i stuttered. i'm like ready to go for a fucking run again um got so much energy today but when we're all sharing um you know black lives matter and getting on this trend of of getting more exposure that's amazing and i love that but what if we put that into into physical action you know in you know, take our hands and go somewhere and do something with this to help push this further you know use our voice to take movements further rather than just sharing it and hoping that someone sees it that will do something about it and that's a mindset we all have we go well maybe if i share this someone who can will do something about it and that's good share it do it but also do something yourself rather than just sharing um take some time to who it doesn't matter what, write something or um, take a photo of something that, that is relevant to that or go speak to people, that, you know, that have um, a bit more leverage in that kind of world or even if it's someone in your family who knows um, a little bit about a certain subject, go towards that. Don't just share something on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. Don't just tweet about it. Don't just post about it. Don't just upload a story about it. Um, I've got hiccups now, so take a strike, um, and in that strike, take a day, or take a week to log your emotions, and how you've reacted to something, um, in the physical world, and why you feel this way, and then imagine that kind of timeline of, when did this start, and just go back a few days, you know, do the old breathing exercise, in through the nose, out through the mouth, and go... Out through the mouth, um, out through the mouth, and go back a few days and, and figure out where these emotions started. And for many of us, it's not even just a few days. That's the fucking shit thing. It's actually a lot longer than that. It's a few months ago, a few years ago. You know, at least with uh, the physical world around us, when we have deep emotions and bad habits. We can usually track it back to, oh, it was maybe when this happened when I was growing up. Maybe it was because of this happened. And it's easier in a way to track that. Even if you sit down with a psychologist, it's easier to track that. But the psychologist can't pinpoint a post that you scrolled through and, and clicked on and shared. So it's, it's very difficult for us to find why we are in this habit pattern. And remember that the, our mindset now is based off habits of the past manifesting on top of themselves changing uh, um, because of our reactions so take this all into account um i won't be posting or sharing this on instagram or facebook or twitter um i'm just hoping it hits hits the right people and um you know finds its way into your podcast platform and if it does props to you um leave me a comment if you want I'd much prefer if you send me an email saying hey you know um, like the podcast didn't like the podcast whatever it is hey just send me an email um, and, and just go from there because that's for me a much better way um, to communicate um, especially with stuff like this um, so take it for yourself um, you can take the strike if you want you can just make a decision, rip the band-aid off and just say, fuck you, social media. Um, I think one day we're all going to do it anyway, so why not do it now, <laughs> right? Um, do the strike, if you like, and do the strike, if you like, um, and and go from there. Until then, uh, listen to other people's podcasts that have... Um, a. a essence that moves forwards or helps you focus on mindfulness and by the way like i'm gonna do a whole podcast on why the fuck self-help is such a huge thing and has been such a huge thing for the past few years like it's insane how big self-help is it's one of the biggest profiting industries in the world right now is that not a fucking concern we should have (laughs) like it's beautiful but it's like oh wait why is there so much self-help that we all need huh but i think if you find um you delete facebook delete social media stop being um a a lab rat if you will and that's no offense to anyone it's i was in it as well we are lab rats to a much bigger um experiment that is a one-way glass we cannot see through what is actually happening um so take a strike and uh enjoy your day enjoy your long weekend if you're still a part of it in australia because australians always have holidays We're like oh queen's birthday i get a holiday but i don't get a fucking holiday when it's my birthday how come i still have to work anyways enough of that little queen holiday rant i am grateful for the holiday i like it um but anyways you can find me not on facebook not on instagram but actually, on uh, on Vero, if that's how you say it, on V E R O, um, you might have heard a little bit about it back uh, back in old 2019, mid mid year or 2018 it was. Um, but I've uh, I've switched to Vero. It's ad free. There's no analytics. Um, but obviously, it's not perfect. But it is one way to get my content out there um, and also um, see other people's content as well and be part of some sort of social media community um, in this day and age so jump over to Vero if you like uh, if not I don't, I don't mind at all but uh, you do you boo you do you if you do jump over to Vero um, the link's in the show notes to my profile um, if you don't want to go show notes it's just caselka pettit um or caselka i don't know it's one of them caselka pettit probably if not it's just caselka um c-a-s-e-l-k-a caselka uh, uh other than that <laughs> other than that um i'm off and the next episode would probably be soon um but as you know i uh hmm I need discipline with the, uh, the old podcast. I will get discipline with the podcast. I will do it. I will overcome my shitty creating blocks that just come up. Um, and I'll, I'll start producing more podcasts. Not just for me, but for you. And um, for us all. I'm really bad at ending podcasts. I just keep fucking talking. All right, I'm done. Bye. Bye, Fragments.